0: With my good little buddy Tommy Wakefield oh after a long hiatus, and uh, as always, I feel like I get Tommy during uh, weird times in the world, in the comedy community, and in his life. A lot's going on. A lot's going on. It's been a roller coaster of a year. It has. been. I feel like everyone was like, "2020 is the worst year ever." I was like, "Yeah, hold my beer." Says 2021. It's Do you all- think Norm. So? Norm McDonald died today. It's very sad. I was re-watching
1: sad. all his OJ. Bits on YouTube. What was OJ bits? Well, back then, talking about OJ was kind of controversial. Like H- how people so? were split. This yeah. is
0: what I've heard. You know, I was a, a we people were split. What are we saying? <laughs> I'm going to do a quick caveat because I had a joke that uh, I, 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 I said once. I don't know how far because you know OJ won on either social media or YouTube or something or TV, and he said, "Hey guys, everyone should really get the vaccine." It's saving lives. I was like, look, I don't want to take advice on saving lives from O.J. Simpson. That's like, taking, <laughs> that's, that's like taking etiquette lessons from Trump or addiction classes from Biden or, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. right. And I said uh, –
1: <laughs> no, I think, I think uh, everyone's together that O.J. for sure yes. did it now. It's and not I controversial. Said,
0: and I said, well, I said O.J. – I go, O.J. should actually be – I'm surprised. I think he would be pr- like pro-COVID. I think he'd be in the corner of COVID because he is kind of – the people regard him the same way they regard COVID – Everyone knows it's a there, there's a killer out there, that uh, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you wish it would just disappear, but it won't. So you kind of roll your eyes and live with them, right? And so black people pe- are still and black people still aren't aren't buying it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> which yeah. is, which isn't which I mean there's it's actually funny because like the the amount of I was looking at some stats and the amount of people that. The In the black community, the amount of people that still think OJ is innocent and the amount of people that think COVID is a myth is about the same, which is like
1: 20%. I always saw the OJ case as kind of a reparations thing.
0: Oh, yeah. And there was a documentary that which, basically said which that. Is like
1: not how it should be.
0: Yeah. But. Even the jurors kind of admitted
1: that. They're like, you know. Yeah. Symbolically it's like How many white people Get off with some shit All the yeah, time Yeah I get that Which is not Which does not mean We just let a murderer go Yeah 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 <laughs> For sure not Yeah But uh because, And, it also, and like, in the end It's
0: just like Rich people do whatever It's the same Rich people Rich people race. do
1: whatever The fuck they want
0: Yes Bill Cosby's out of jail Money privilege Money, Money privilege, privilege Is bigger is than the race most, privilege Bigger than anything else It's the most fucking Powerful thing in the world Yep Money is power that's why when everyone was like, Tr- Trump is going to go to jail and the oh, New York please. AG, I was like, he's not going to go to jail. He's going go to tie Even when I was going through my eviction in New York, like, and I didn't have money, but I was using collateral in my apartment to pay for it, um, which my fucking lawyer took advantage of. But uh, I just I just knew that like at the end of the day, like, well, now I realize if a co-op has is going to have more money than me, and a co-op will always outspend me. Whoever is going to outspend and a... Civil case will win for the most part. But the problem is people go up watching TV shows and movies where like the underdog wins. And the reason they're making a movie about that, because that's one time out of a thousand.
1: Yeah. The reason
0: that people love watching those stories is because it
1: never happens. Yes. The Patriots win every goddamn year. (laughs) And that's the reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fucking Yankees have more titles than everybody. Every goddamn once in a while. You get something like Leicester City, the Premier League team. Yeah. That just got promoted and had no real stars yeah. and somehow fucking beat everybody, right? That yeah. does happen. And that's when you get a movie. That's you get a movie,
0: yeah, for sure. That movie's coming out for sure. But day to day life does not work that way. And for for you, the person watching, <laughs> if you're in the legal Bernie fucking loses and you have no money, forget I mean, I just saw this movie on the plane called Brian Banks, which I'd never heard the story. But basically, he was like a, a, black, a black kid who was an all American football player in high school. He was already recruited by USC. And he took some girl into a hallway, a very well known hallway in the school where everyone would just go and make out. And I guess sometimes they would fuck or whatever. Make but out he, hall. Make out hall. He took her out of a make out hall. They're making out. Uh, a, a proctor or janitor came by, whatever. He goes, oh, shit. I I, I can't like lose my scholarship. I can't. So he, like. Start put his cl- he, he left and they didn't have sex. He, they were just like fooling around, but they were probably about to. He laughed, but he kind just my
1: scholarship. He kind just
0: because if he gets caught
1: making out with someone.
0: Well, because I, I think they were about to do more. Like I think maybe her hands were down his pants or something at that point. You
1: lose your scholarship for hooking up with he, a girl? Was this like back in the day?
0: It was in the school. I mean, I guess it was in like, like the sixties or something. it tw- was in the two thousands.
1: How the fuck you lose your scholarship? Was because
0: like, I think they were like a in a state college? of undress. Okay. But they weren't fucking. It was like pre-fuck. Okay. So he, but, but whatever the thing is, he panicked. He put his clothes on and he okay. fucking left. sure, sure. So <laughs> this girl's like leaving and she's very like, you know, from a very poor neighborhood and she's a, a very domineering mother and she leaves and someone catches her and goes, I, see what you, I know what you guys are doing back there. You're going to have sex with that boy. She's like, no, no, I, he, he, he dragged me back there. I didn't want to go. I was like, oh, what do you mean he dragged you back there? So this is without your consent. She's like, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't want to go. He's like, so you're saying that he raped you? And she, apparently she, like, didn't even qu- quite know what the word meant or something, and she was like, yeah, and then it just... <laughs> Who doesn't know what rape means? Well, I don't know. Whatever. It just exploded. She just basically was like, uh-huh, like rape or whatever. So then oh it exploded. God. Cops were there. He gets arrested at his fucking home. Holy shit. He obviously loses his scholarship and everything. He ends up going to jail for, Should like...
1: just fucked her, I guess.
0: Right. He ends up going to jail for, like, eight years.
1: Oh, my fucking God. This is recent? Yeah.
0: I, I mean so the story is it's an um, interesting it story it probably
1: is reason that should probably happen.
0: he um and he, he's in, and he just <sighs> keeps trying to like study the law in prison he goes to the innocence project yeah and the you know at the end of the day they're still lawyers but they're like man we're not gonna fucking no you understand we need we basically need her recanting what she said but she also won like why did not
1: she recant what she said
0: because she, she got a 1.5 million dollar civil suit from the school for not having proper security
1: oh my god
0: now, meanwhile, the prosecutors never went to the school to examine this hallway, which apparently you had to sneak through. Like The janitor
1: a saw? Where's the janitor's testimony?
0: I, that wasn't part of the doesn't thing. Matter. It. I think it was just someone coming in that he freaked out. He left. So the point is they never. So it took like years for him to finally get a trial. And even then, then he had to get he had to have him meet the prosecutor Show the case. They had a vi- they had the girl admit on video, saying like, "I was just scared of my mom. Nothing ever happened. He didn't do nothing." Because she ended up hitting him on f- hitting him back on Facebook years later. And said, "Ooh, you look good. What's going on?" How fucking dare you? Are but you she just? Me? I guess she didn't know or whatever it is. But she was like, "Didn't know. They didn't know." I, didn't know. The I, I don't know. Audacity to hit him up. Watch, but she hit him up because she saw his pictures. She said, "I thought you look good. Maybe we could hang out." And he was like. He's, what? like, freaking out, going, like, uh, okay, hey, hey, can you meet me? You know, I got to get my life. I, I'm stuck right now. Maybe you can help unstick me. So, he went to this place, recorded a video confession that is inadmissible in court because she didn't know she was being videoed or she didn't write a written consent. because uh-huh. she. Le- but it was enough to get her to admit that she wasn't kidnapped, and that was enough to make her testimony look flawed, and finally he got out, right? After, I don't know, I guess it was like seven or eight years, he gets completely She met with him while he was in prison? No, he got out. It was like, he was in prison for like...
1: And then oh, he got no, out, he, 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 he got out.
0: I think he, I think the deal was this. He was in prison for like f- six or seven years, then he was on probation where he had to wear an ankle bracelet.
1: So on probation he recorded that video?
0: Yes, on probation, exactly. Oh my God. He had to wear an ankle bracelet, and if he like, he couldn't be within like 500 feet of a school. So if he went to a museum that was like near a school, his probation, it was, it was tracked, like GPS, like, hey, there's a school right down the street. It's 400 feet away. You got to leave right away. So was, he was a sex offender. He couldn't get a fucking job. Oh, he was completely... So, and why it's such an amazing story because he finally got out. Pete Carroll, it was a lot of news. Pete Carroll found out who had recruited him and said, hey, you want to audition for the Seahawks? He goes up, what? audition, try out for the Seahawks. He goes up to Seahawks, doesn't get it, but then trains for like a year straight and ends up getting on the Atlanta Falcons. What? Yeah. So he plays, I think he plays like two preseason games for Atlanta Falcons and gets cut. But he still got to play. He still got to go, get involved with the game, make a couple tackles. He had that dream happen. And then Roger Goodell heard about his story and Roger Goodell hired him to be one of, he's working for NFL operations now. So it's kind of like, and now he goes around trying to help and say his cause, but that's one of those stories which is like it's a combination of all those things, right? Oh, man. That like a false rape accusation, uh, a, a black man getting free from the justice system, which yeah. is near impossible. So, so, so like that happens, and then I go, well, I could get out of my fucking co op situation if this is illegal, but it just doesn't work that way. Like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's like whoever has the money.
1: Right. And everyone wants... Because to, there's a bunch of that guy who yeah. is still in jail.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and what people don't realize is that courts are designed to settle an argument. And yeah. trials... Trials are... What people don't realize, trials are incredibly rare. When you watch TV and movies, it's always a trial. But to get to a trial, that meant... That usually means there was at least a year, six months of lawyers arguing, trying to work out a settlement, and it didn't happen. Yeah. I would say, I would probably say 90% of legal cases become a settlement. A trial is like, you want to go to trial? Really? Even for like, even for murderers and rapists and stuff like that, it's usually a plea bargain. That's why everyone goes, look, you can go to trial and put it in front of a jury. And if you're guilty, you're going to go to jail for life. If you admit that you raped this person, just admit it. You can plea down to 10 years. So what are you going to do? Okay, I can go to jail for ten years, or possibly go to j- go to jail for the rest of my life. You're going to take the plea, so you have to. So right. people all the time are admitting shit that never happened. Yeah. So it's very sad. Anyway, um, that was wow. a long segue. So, um, what what was this all about? <laughs> well, OJ, Norm McDonald died. Norm McDonald died. Speaking of Norm McDonald, yeah. What was your favorite Norm McDonald joke? Do you remember?
1: I don't know. I, to be honest, I was never a huge. Norm MacDonald fan. I liked him as much as the other guy, but some people like worship the guy. Yeah. You know? I, and yeah. I, I liked a lot of his I think he was very, um kind of a pioneer of an alternative type of humor.
0: I feel like he was almost in a weird way like one of the first alt comics. He was. Like I he would do the thing where he tells the really long joke with no punchline. Yeah.
1: I think that was really funny. Yeah. And <laughs> that's not something that people were doing.
0: He was great on late night <clears throat> excuse me, uh weekend update. Yeah. He, he had. A I liked kind, the special. He kind of had a um an Andy Kaufman esque vibe, which because he was mainstream because of movies and SNL, yeah, people didn't realize like how odd a dude he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wrote a uh, a, a book. He would kind of go on shows and make fun of the shows, yes, in a subtle
1: way, just by being bad or by being like 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 by uh, the thing where he goes on and he tells a really long story with no punchline to make it awkward yeah. for the host is hilarious yeah. but it's hilarious in a meta way yeah it's
0: hilarious for comics too right exactly yeah but he wrote a book called Norm MacDonald based on a true story and I'd heard so I, so I read it I mean reading a book that's weird I actually bought the actual hardcover book with like pages which are made you from you bought it and then never made, read that's it that's made from paper Tommy which your generation isn't aware of so that comes from trees anyway so um, <laughs> and it's actually he's an incredible writer the book is really fucking – it talks about him being sexually abused as a child and stuff wow. like that. Now – but it says based on a true story and this is not a memoir. So it's hard to know – and he writes it in such a fantastical way. It's hard to know what's true and what's not. Right. I feel like he, he held his cards very close to him in terms of his personal life. For sure. But based on this, he was like molested uh, by a family member when he was growing up. Yeesh. And I don't think he and I think he just used the book as a way to distance himself from the pain of it. But it's actually an incredible book it's really well written. It's very poignant and funny and weird. Um so I'd recommend anyone anyway. it's called Norm MacDonald Based on a True Story.
1: I'll check it out. I think
0: my favorite Norm MacDonald joke was um yeah, I walked in my parents having sex one time. It was the worst thirty minutes of my life. Such a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was, he was like a one-liner type of comic, you know? He also had a really funny album
1: on Spotify. And it was a lot of, like, sketches. Of, yeah. Like, him doing funny voices. And there was this one weird... <laughs> I, I don't even remember. Me and my friends would listen to it back in uh, maybe 2016 when, when it first got released on Spotify.
0: Yeah. And there's
1: a lot of comics that can't do the, like, audio sketch. Oh, my there's God. was almost like That's a radio so show. Yeah. The, his album was. Whereas lot, most people's albums are just them doing stand-up. But his album was, like, constructed comedy sketches with, yeah. uh, I think, other people from SNL. And it was very, very funny.
0: And he was one of those guys, I felt like everybody loved him. He wasn't really, just, even though he was very weird, he wasn't one of those comics who like, that split, split the room. Well... He was just a well-loved comic. I mean, I don't think... The by the way, OJ I've seen him perform. Stop. He, he never... In the room. It did?
1: Well, Lauren told him to stop telling the jokes because some people... Oh, he was
0: saying Weekend Update? That's why he got fired.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, because he wouldn't stop telling the jokes. <laughs> he kept telling jokes that are like clearly...
0: Do you remember any of them?
1: Yeah, I just watched the whole YouTube compilation. <laughs> but, I mean, the punchline of all the jokes was essentially that it's obvious that OJ killed this person and yeah. it's a farce that we're pretending anything otherwise. And... um yeah, it was, it was pretty
0: funny. So that was controversial in mainstream I think in the media, beginning
1: it was less clear, but he was being like yeah. pretty overt from the from the jump. Yeah. Or maybe just Lauren didn't want it seemed like distasteful to him or something, I don't know.
0: Yeah, very but, interesting. Yeah. So that's a that's a tragedy and then we've also lost members of the comedy community as well, other yeah, members. Wow. I didn't know these guys, do so you know uh No. Foo and um Rico Friends of friends, but Friends of Friends and I did not uh, meet them personally. It's it's you know, it, it kind of ties into a lot of stuff that we we talk about here, which is uh comics and their issues and mental health and how people deal with it. Because I think that you know, I came from the background being an actor, and I think for a time actors were always like the crazy ones and the people with problems. But actor acting has become such a um sterilized it's such a sterilized art form and there's so many degrees of separation so really the reason people get depressed as actors is because they're just not booking a job
1: and the other thing about acting now and I think this is just an entertainment industry thing is you have so much less of a leash to be a crazy creative oh yeah nowadays like back in the day it used to be part of the gig that oh he's crazy like if you're yeah. really creative you're being insane yeah and you got this huge long leash to just be a weirdo and method act and bother people that's so true because it was part of the process yeah now actors cannot do any of that or they'll lose all their gigs because actors entire career is gate kept by the industry yeah comics are still allowed to be weirdos because we make our own shit yeah yeah and the gatekeepers of the comedy clubs don't give a fuck. They'll they book don't anyone. care at all. You could rape and murder someone, and you will still get booked. As a matter of fact, will book Co- Cosby today. You know yeah. What I
0: mean? As a matter of fact, you you can be. There's something about being canceled or part of the 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 group of people that are canceled that makes them interesting for live shows because that's how you get to see these people. Yeah. Like someone like Tim Dillon, who we both love, obviously. Like yeah. That guy – and I think he could actually – he could probably enjoy a mainstream career if he wanted to. I'm sure that there, there are networks and Netflix and that could – would come. But the stuff that he says on his show yeah. is so fucking unfiltered. And he clearly doesn't really give a fuck about entering the Hollywood system.
1: He's, he's smart because – I don't know. I, I have a friend of mine who has like – one like mi- over a million followers. Yeah, and he's always like, "Oh, I have this script, and Hollywood, Netflix—they won't give me a fucking chance. They won't give me like a opportunity to make this, whatever." I'm like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" Yeah, you you have it. Just make it yourself. Yes, and I, I, that seems absurd for me to say, but it's like you have the audience. Yeah. You have the resources.
0: And I'm assuming they're making videos to get that big. They're
1: making so many videos. They already have their own TV show, and they don't even realize it. Yeah. You're already making the show. Yeah. And it has tons of fucking fans. Yeah. Why would you sell that beautiful thing to Hollywood so a bunch of producers can ruin it for you? The people like what you're doing. Why Uh would you take it to people who don't have shit going for them, some dumb fuck producer who's going to... Put their shitty stamp and on
0: sanitize it, and sanitize it, and put it, it through a board and, and make, a make test it lame. Board. Yeah,
1: and lose all your fans because the product that they made sucks. When you're killing it on your own, yeah, and you're making plenty of money
0: because people because people at the end of the day, people still want to be legitimized by the system. You he know? wants
1: the acceptance of the the system. But what I like about Tim Dillon is he's the opposite. Yeah, he's like fuck the system. If I go in there, I can't say what I want to say. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if you've heard, he is the highest earner on Patreon. Oh, I'm sure. He's making more on Patreon than anyone else in the world. I heard he makes like 150000
0: a month or something crazy. It's something ludicrous. Yeah.
1: And he says whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. The only thing that is weird about him is that he almost can't take a side. He has to be the contrarian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if he really felt strongly in one way or the other about something, in a genuine way, I don't know if he could. Really? Because to me, he's like the, he's the, he's the Stephen Colbert of our time. I feel like you think
0: that, but Stephen Colbert is very, very liberal.
1: I'm not talking about his own political. I'm talking about he is a parody of the most extreme political voice. Yeah. Right? Stephen Colbert was a parody of Bill O'Reilly, which at the time was the craziest thing. Yeah. Right? He's right-wing. He says what he wants. But there was no Alex Jones in, like, 2000. Yeah. To the extent there is now. This is the age of alternative media. And the most extreme, crazy, conservative voice are these alt, conspiracy-peddling, capital-rioter-pushing, anti-vax weirdos. And Tim Dillon is, like, a parody version of that.
0: But I feel like Tim Dillon is also... I mean, he's a gay man, so he obviously has, like, those liberal bona fides. But I sure. think he also, he like a lot of comics these days who are Democrats or liberals, and I don't think you can really talk about who you are on the planet without conflating it with politics on some level, right? Not anymore. So, like, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's all for gay rights, and I'm sure he's abortion rights and stuff like that. And he thinks, like, the gun shit's out of control. But I also think that he believes I when he goes after liberals for being ridiculous and whiny and bitch and like when he goes after Simone Biles on his yeah show, I'm sure there's a part him, of him. God. I mean, basically, the, the idea, the Republican idea of like basically like oh, I shut up, a, just do your thing,
1: right? I you think know he's what I mean? being authentic.
0: Yeah, so there's sure. some things I think that I think are sort of like where he does kind of.
1: But I also think that there are lines space. he wouldn't cross because it's profitable for him. Yeah, comedian. I agree. I agree.
0: Like, I have noticed. This like podcast, he's a
1: political grifter, in the sense that he's a comedian and he's in it for the joke at the yeah, end of the day.
0: But he's also he got big over COVID because he was so fucking annoyed at all the bullshit that was happening with COVID and yeah. quarantine and everything like that. Which the people who are mostly annoyed are the people who f- lean towards the right. Do you for know what sure. I mean?
1: And which is awkward for me because I feel like I was a huge fan of his before COVID. And after yeah. COVID, I kind of stopped listening. Oh, because really? Because it got a little too weird for me.
0: It got a little bit too weird.
1: <laughs> I still like some of his videos and some of his takes. I still think he's funny. I love his stand-up. Yeah. I stopped listening to the podcast. because. Yeah, like, I get
0: that. Well, it's weird because I was doing a, a, a podcast with Johnny Mitchell, friend of the show, who's a very funny guy. He's very funny. And he puts out a lot of clips, a lot of content. They don't get that much traction. Because he really, he has a really strong point of view, and it's it's a very cancelable point of view on some. Like he'll he'll talk about transgender shit, he'll talk right. about race shit, and I don't think it's anything too offensive. But when I did his podcast, I was on hold for like two HBO shows, a Fox show, all this <laughs> shit, and I was making the. And he was like, "So, Bill, uh, when's the last time you fucked a boy?" Just stuff like that. Yeah. And right after the show. And you know, you make little jokes here. After show, I was like, man, this has to be on your Patreon. It can't be. I can't have someone from fucking HBO or Fox. Yeah. Going online and being like, wait, what happened? He laughed when someone asked me if he fucked little boys? We can't have that type of guy on but our show. But that's
1: my thing is that at this point, being a comedian in its true sense and being an actor who is plugged into the mm-hmm. studio system mm-hmm. are polar opposites they contradict each other it's difficult for them to coexist
0: well yes and no and i'll tell you why i, I think that because still when you do an, a live show because yeah. there's no recording i mean now clubs are very adamant about no recording during live shows sure things come out like the Tony Hingelet video but that's sort of very odd <laughs> yeah you can still say whatever the hell you want on stage with pretty much immunity. I mean, what are you going to have someone like write a Yelp review that's going to get viral Yeah. or someone blog about it? Well,
1: I, I, the worst thing that could happen is someone records your set and posts it online.
0: An audio recording.
1: Audio or video? Or video, yeah.
0: I mean, Tony Hinchcliffe. I, like, I mean, it was the comic that was set up before because him. Right. because Pang Dang whatever was recording his set. Right. So that's why it was included. But I don't think that um, I don't think because I think that if that was the case Comics on stage say a lot of fucking crazy shit. True. And it's not being, it's not being put out there in the fucking news. So, I, like, I still think you can say F, N. You can definitely say C. But you can say... I don't think you can say N. I don't... I know comics who say N to this day on stage. White comedians? White comedians. Not in a mean way. Nah, that's stupid. I think it's stupid, too. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, like, that's not being, like, sampled and put out and, like, TMZ and blah, blah, blah.
1: Like, I, I think that's like morally wrong, but I also just think that that's stupid as a business person.
0: Oh, I completely agree. You know what I mean? I completely agree. So, now what if you were trying to tell a story and you're doing characters, and when the character says that?
1: The character is black and they say it?
0: Yeah, and you're reacting, you're recounting stuff. Don't, re- don't the story. do it.
1: What? Obviously not. Well, what's
0: funny about this time? Is that's
1: obviously going to be uh, incredibly polarized. So, and you're doing it for yourself.
0: So, this short, you know, the short I did yeah beautiful violence which is going to all the film festivals these days oh yeah yeah i think it's gotten like 10 film festivals by the way really yeah really i mean not to shit in the not the fucking i, I don't huge know ones. enough about
1: the film festival circuit
0: there's really only there's really only six festivals that make it like a difference and everything else is just kind of like people are just taking your money Right. That sounds really mean, but I really believe that. I kind of think the same thing. Even South by Southwest, and I've had several... Especially for shorts. Especially for shorts. Yeah. Like I've, I've had several films. I think it's cool. It's a fun experience to go to a festival. The sure. comedy
1: festivals are the same fucking way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people like, hey, I just have I have a room in Duluth, Minnesota, and you it's going to be there. You are
1: going to a comedy festival for you because it's going to be fun. The networking... Here's the thing. Comedy festivals... If you live in LA or New York, the networking is bullshit.
0: Yeah.
1: LA and New York, living there is all the networking you need to an extent. Yeah. That sounds so fucking pretentious and <laughs> douchey to say, but like at the end of the day, you're just
0: around it all the time.
1: All roads lead to Rome in comedy. Yeah, exactly. It just is the case. Yeah. Like like I I went to like NC Comedy Festival and I was excited because I was meeting people in New York. And I was like, oh, when I go there, I'll I'll know people and I can get on shows. So actually, I take that back. That was bullshit. That was bullshit of me to say. Because it is nice to meet people from all around the country in hopes that they book shows or something.
0: But what people don't realize is that these festivals, if you have a, a short film festival or a film festival that includes shorts or a comedy festival, you have so many people desperate to be seen, desperate to be famous. I mean, I don't know if that's the same thing, but whatever, validation, recognition. That, and it's like a $60 admission fee for every goddamn time. So if you get like 5,000 people setting in $60, I mean, that festival pays for itself. Yeah. So it's a pretty it's a pretty great fucking Ponzi scheme, if you ask me. I think we should just set up a fucking festival.
1: You make a lot of money. I mean, they fucking did it in LA. They did like a NoHo Comedy Festival mm-hmm, or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's the same fucking Ponzi scheme. Yeah,
0: just people working at Ha, working at Ha.
1: They only book the people that they already knew they were going to book from the jump. Yeah. They make a shit ton of money. Yeah. And then they put on like a mid-range bullshit comedy show. I think part
0: of it has to do with the fact that people... This is going to sound really weird. But I think a lot of people have very sort of rigid, mundane lives. Mm-hmm. they go to work or they work from home. They watch their fucking stupid shows. Maybe. They go to bed. <laughs> they have their girlfriend, their wife, their husband, whatever the fuck it is. They wake up, True. repeat, rinse, repeat. Yeah. And, uh, then, Hey, with your business, we can fly you to the moon tower, comedy in Austin, Texas. And they think I can get away from my wife for fucking four goddamn days. And I can get drunk with my friends I can fuck a hooker. I can maybe fucking flirt with a girl at a party, wherever the fuck it is. Like, get me the fuck out of here. I don't think there's anything much more highfalutin and pretentious than that. Like Montreal is a fucking party, dude. Montreal Comedy Festival is a party. You can say wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. But people go to Montreal and they of course. fuck. Of course. It is a bullshit
1: hobby vacation.
0: Yeah. 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 Because at the end of the day... You don't need to go to the mountains of fucking Provo to watch movies and shitty theaters for no. Sundance. Mm-mm. It's just a way for people to get away from their lives and their boyfriend's girlfriend and basically just fuck. It's a cheat fest. They should all be called cheat fest. Cheat fest. Wow. It really is. It's just like a fucking weird way for people. Not to for me, ladies. I'm, I'm faithful. I mean, luckily, I don't get to go to any festivals, so it's never an issue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never accepted.
0: Um yeah, it's we're very, just weird.
1: salty because we don't get to go <laughs> we've never been
0: yeah I never got to go to Montreal oh well too late who cares not a big deal but again it, <laughs> when people get Montreal like yeah I'm excited but not because oh I'll get to meet the casting director for Comedy Central it's because I get to go and hook up with a fucking hot 24 year old French and the French Canadian. it's just a fucking yeah you put in your resume off. and I don't know what the fuck it means the I mean job, I have, jerk off. I have no idea who's coming out of Montreal f- Comedy Festival and becoming a huge star out of it I feel like that doesn't really happen
1: no these that happened days. like one time it's the same this is the same way I feel about Twitter is yeah. that like one person got a writing job and everyone was like oh the way you get a writing job is you get a million Twitter followers yes no Yeah. no one's getting I know people like friends of mine 200,000-ish followers no writing job I'm like it's bullshit
0: yeah it's all fake everything is fake it's almost like we're talking about the legal system like you have the one example yeah like, remember the, I don't even remember this this is probably before your time there's a girl named Kelly Oxford Kelly Oxford Okay. She was a, a mother of three in Canada. Married mom of three in Canada. Uh-oh. And she wrote some pretty fucking wacky tweets. And um, and she was also hot. She was oh. Twitter hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is not Instagram hot. But she was Twitter hot. And she posted a little profile. And she's pretty. And then she'd write these things. So it was a combination of like, you're a mom of three. You're Canadian. You're good looking. You're out of the system. Dangerous. And you're still funny. Yeah. She got... And we, I, she, we'd we followed each other. I'd had some interaction with her before. And uh, she got so fucking cocky so fast. The yep. minute Hollywood came her way, I think it was like Patton Oswalt, different people, like Mark Wahlberg's production company. So she moved to fucking Hollywood. Yep. Shocker. Divorced her fucking husband. Yep. Became an actress. Left her kids behind. Did like Sharknado 4 or some bullshit. Yeah. She's a garbage actress. I think she did the Disaster Artist. She was like a small part in that. Oh, good for her. Um, (laughs) But like these little... Like first of all, if you're an actor and you don't really know what the fuck acting is or you don't care about acting and you don't have to like to really excavate like dark parts of your soul through your voice, if that's not what you're... Then you're going to be miserable doing it. Trust me. It's not a fucking fun life unless you get get to... like scrape the inside of the can of your heart and fucking feel that wow weird relief <laughs> of your mortality. If it's just you, like "No, nah, look at me. I'm the. F- 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 f-. It's going to be a fucking. So I don't know what her deal is now. She's I, obviously like the the. It's not quite so gilded anymore. The lily, right? Um, she's still working, but now she's just another person enfolded. Now she's part of the system. She just so there's nothing exotic pawn and interesting. In the bullshit. She was business. interesting when she was a married Canadian mom. With three kids, yeah. Now, now she's, she's a divorced she's, single mom in her forties. Boring
1: and a little pathetic.
0: I mean, I look at that and I go, "Hey, man, cool. you had it
1: right. She was really fucking cool.
0: She just stayed there, written scripts from there, yeah. And then she was just like, all of her posts were just name dropping. Oh, Jake all hit on me today. It was so uncomfortable. Like, ugh.
1: But like, I'm, I, I have such disdain for her choices because I would have done the same thing, and I don't like that part of myself. I don't like
0: that I'm. I know we all would. That's why I we came hate
1: it. here to fucking bullshit all, yeah. Hollywood to be a yeah. fucking
0: bullshit comedian. Yeah, yeah we all Speaking like which, I have integrity, but if we we we'd sell out. I mean, look,
1: I, I like to think that I have a little bit of integrity. Yeah, and I I'm, cause I'm you're poor. trying to climb the mountain. I'm trying to see the power so that I can turn it down, so I can throw the ring of power in. <laughs> exactly, like, dude.
0: You can't. You can't throw the ring of power I away. You're not a I hobbit. I believe that I can. But I
1: promise I'm Frodo. you, you can't.
0: You're not Frodo. I think I'm Frodo. We all think we're Frodo until we get the ring of power. Then we're assholes. Everyone no. who becomes famous, every single person who I know. I would be a
1: little bit of an asshole. Huh? That's that's like my consolation. I'm like, I would only be a little bit of an
0: asshole. The only reason I know I wouldn't be an asshole. Oh, yeah? Is because I'm old. And I've been through. I've been like close. I've been like I've been like close and then pulled away and then close and pulled away. and like So now it's just like I just want to fucking pay for lunch. That's you know what I mean. do. But that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. I never wanted the Ring of Power. Yeah. But that's, it's true. So as that's much as like as much as I shit on Kelly Oxford, I would have done the exact same thing if my Twitter account got up to a million followers. Now,
1: I don't know if I would have left my family. That seems a little bit much. The only thing Kelly I will Oxford. say because, we
0: again, we don't know what's going on with right. her. Maybe she was in a miserable. I mean, there are a lot of people true. who married three kids and they're in miserable fucking relationships. True. So who the fuck knows? Can I say something? Yeah.
1: The fact that she became Hugely successful on Twitter tells me that she was a miserable person. That's a huge red flag. Mm,
0: interesting, yeah. Because <laughs> all your f- all your friends who are happy aren't on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my pin tweet. All my friends who are terribly addicted to social media and are dating that website more than they are spending time with anyone in their real life are the only ones who are successful. Yeah, I'm being I'm being like broad brushy, and I'm kind of like projecting a lot, but. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. Anyways. I just want to read
0: a couple Kelly Oxford tweets. Okay, okay. She has 814,000 followers. Pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. That's pretty damn
0: good. But when, I was a qui- when I was a kid, I entered a summer reading competition, won by reading 80 books. There were no prizes. I did it for the notoriety. Nobody cared. This is how my outcast origin story began. I mean, it's got That's like it. 4,000 likes. 4,000? 4, yeah, is it good? Which is recent. Yeah, it's 5 days ago. Um,
1: she's lost her touch maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean her her she's getting like 50 likes here, 50 60 like I wow. don't know. Yikes. I think she's lost her uh, lost some of her mojo.
1: The but- fucked up thing with Twitter is like you keep all the followers you had the whole time, mm-hmm. but at a certain point they stop engaging. Some of your followers get therapy and get off that <laughs> fucking
0: website. So why do you think Twitter why, why do you think Twitter is worse than the other ones? Why do you think Twitter is so just because it caters mean, to like talking shit.
1: It's exclusively talking shit yeah. and having mental breakdowns. Yeah. That is the entire website. Yeah. There is one side of the website that is like just people shit posting and doing funny memes. And that is what I would like to be involved in. That is what I was hoping to be involved in. And then there is a political side, yes. which is laughably diluted, and everyone doing politics on Twitter is a fucking. Lunatic asshole! It's just not a place for anybody,
0: and that's red and everyone. That's right, yeah,
1: right and left. Absolutely, doesn't matter what side you're on. If you're thinking you're having a nuanced, interesting conversation with someone on Twitter, you're getting to the bottom of things. You're fixing the problems on Twitter. (laughs) No, the fuck, you're not. You're making everything worse. Making everything worse.
0: God, I saw this tweet on September 11th. Some guy. Uh, Here we go. Some (laughs) big, you know, some big fucking cook. You can't say "cuck." Some cuck. Okay. Some uh, some guy. You know, some guy. You know what I'm he's talking about. With Biden. He's a guy. He's a guy. He's the, he has a he wears button downs, and he's he has his look on his face like well, I'm confused on his profile. And he's kind of. He, he just has this sort of like Pod Save America vibe to him, right? Sure. So I'm sure he's smart and he's a good writer and I think he's been involved in producing and writing TV shows in America. He probably has a lot of clothes that have Paisleys and maybe khakis. Uh-huh. Anyway, he... Um, yeah. He he posted, oh, on 9-11, it's important to remember, other than 3,000, remember all the... Af- Iraqis and Afghanis that died, that we killed, and blah, 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 blah. Now, that was on 9-11. Part of me is like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. What is your goddamn... Like, you know what? Yeah, you might- You got a point. You got a point. Our reaction wasn't measured. It wasn't good. And who Actually, who the fuck knows if it was good or bad? Who knows what happened? I mean- a lot of people died in the, quote-unquote, war on terror, and I can understand that you don't believe that is a, a concept that has any meaning. At the same time, it is 9-11. Yeah. You're doing it on the fucking day. Yeah. Why don't you just say, hey, this is a fucking tragedy, like hearts and pray, whatever the fuck it is. And then you look at the comments. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to get reamed. Nah, because it's an echo chamber. Everyone's yep. like, fuck yeah, America sucks. Colonialism. bad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> Obviously, things are a lot more complicated than he's, he's just kind of. Now, here's my thought about that. If you're going to do a shit posty, very, very stupid 9 11 joke, I'm kind of in favor of that. Oh, sure. Even though it's dis- like, uh, what's the word? Insensitive. I'm mm-hmm. like, if you're, if you're doing like a stupid 9 11 joke, yeah. that's a meme, I kind of like that. That guy was 100% seriously yeah. trying to make a America sucks talking point on 9 11. And I'm yeah. like, that's just very, very annoying. I made a bad joke. The day before
0: 9-11. What did you say, Tommy? I mean, they
1: got a terrible reception. And, and good for them, I guess. But <laughs> I thought it was funny when I wrote it, which is a huge red flag. <laughs> Everything. I don't even remember it, actually. I'm trying to remember. But it, but it was something along the lines of um, uh, a lot of people who died on 9-11 had uh, comorbidities. And other causes for death And they shouldn't be added to the full total Because it makes I it I think that's a
0: pretty good joke
1: Because it makes it seem like flying a plane into a building Is more dangerous than it actually is I think that's a good joke. I thought it was funny, but people got mad at me. Oh, They're like, really? I was like, what? Can you not see the satire? <laughs> yeah. It's a joke. It's Maybe a you joke.
0: Oh, we well, did the day before. Okay. At least that shows it's some sort. Of yeah, the day before, yes. You're like, oh, you think you're real clever, don't you? I was like, I thought
1: it was a little clever. That
0: is pretty good. <laughs> you should say that on stage. I should. I would say that on stage. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Um. And first of all, liberals will love that joke. You know what I mean? Maybe. They'll love it. You don't think so? I don't
1: know if it was a liberal. I didn't get many likes. It's actually funny because, because
0: funny that does sort of like split the difference because maybe like you'll have a public like, goddamn right, man. Those comorbidities are the reason people are dying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that, Tommy. Well done, man. Oh, thank you. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Social commentary. A little Norm MacDonald <laughs> moment. <laughs> hey, man. You got you to gotta find your lane, T. There it is. Um, yeah so we, the comedy community is is obviously a lot of stuff's going on. We had the, the comics die with Norm McDonald', and I always feel like things happen in three, so it's just kind of like waiting for the third person I'm like I'm I hope putting, it's me. I'm, putting <laughs> <laughs> I'm not big enough though, so you know what I mean I always feel like when, when celebrities die, there's always a few, and I don't want to talk about the uh, the semi- celebrity who survived the drug overdose because that's probably too subject, but people are pretty upset about that too. people are we upset about,
1: that about they survived
0: that they survived and their reaction to surviving has been posting thirst traps.
1: Oh, well.
0: You know. People.
1: <laughs> my, my response is <laughs> you this. You think a near-death experience will change someone, but it really, that's we, a, we
0: people keep, are harder to change than we give them credit for. Bingo. That's really it. Just because you almost died from doing drugs doesn't make you a better person on the other side of it, or a changed person, or the Buddha all of a sudden. No. Just because you saw the white light or you were in like a brief coma, it doesn't mean you come out of it an enlightened figure. No, like you're the same would person. Hope so, but yeah, we all think we. By the way, I think almost everyone is waiting for a moment where they almost die so they can come back a better person. The you sad, know? the sad reality is
1: that the only way to become a better person. Is by slowly putting the first brick in yeah, the mortar. Yeah, do the work. And then slowly putting the second brick, and the wall falls down, and then you've got to put the first yes. brick
0: back. And it's, yes. And, it just, and the thing yeah. I'll... And let's not mention her name, but the thing I'll, I'll say also in defense of her, she did three of her I friends bet. died. Yeah. It was in her apartment. That's very traumatic. It's maybe allegedly... Coke laced with fentanyl that came from her, but we don't know this. That's 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 a rumor. A lot of guilt. So, and if you come out of that and you're alive, yes, there's going to be two conflicting things. Like, oh my god, I'm so glad to be alive. Yes, and also the guilt. What's easier to to embrace? Happy that you're alive. Yes, of course. The guilt. Who wants to fucking embrace that, man? You're going to want to like. I don't care who the fuck you are. You are going to want to. Just stay in the, I'm positive, I'm you know, This is why I fucking hate yoga so much. I'm positive, I'm positive. There's fucking, there's, you just stepped over a dead homeless person. Actually look at some of the negative shit and address it and feel th- something about it yeah. maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, when it comes to death and Not mortality, it's really hard for people to deal with mortality. I and mean, if you sit there and you actually think about dying yeah. and think about what that means and like, okay, let's say you, you live forever. And you think forever, 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 forever. That's a fucking scary fucking thought. And if you think of exi- existing no more, that's just as fucking scary. So there's really no option where death is just like, unless you're really like a, a, a fucking Red Stater with a beer belly who listens to Joel Olsting and you just think it's gonna be so much fun in heaven and you never really think beyond that. That's the option. So 10% of the people can look at death and be happy about it, really. There's, everyone else is fucking free. So the fact that she she looked, this death happened, her friends died you can't judge her for a reaction because people, people have fucking crazy reactions to death. Like, and not to mention, I
1: think this is a bigger indictment of this kind of fucked up social media Hollywood age than it is of any individual because I'm sure she is a changed person and I'm sure she is shaken to her core. But at the end of the day, the way that this fucking business model runs and the way that like the fucking... T- turkey sausage gets made is yeah. you gotta post on social
0: media Isn't that crazy? and get these gigs and, and I'm sure she has her team going like hey you gotta you got to post you gotta let people know because for a long time she was like a huge trending topic and she was a hero she was like oh my god she's gonna live so all the people who were like thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers the minute she posted a picture of her in a bikini the next week say go Rams they were probably the same people going like go fuck yourself your friends died what are you doing
1: yeah <sighs> That's tough. I think you, she's allowed to celebrate that. But also her team is probably being like, You gotta capitalize. You gotta like, cap- like, isn't that fucking someone's fucked up? Someone's agent looking at this situation, being like you gotta capitalize on oh, yeah. all this publicity yeah. is the sad reality of this fucked up weird town.
0: And, and, and Yeah. And again, not to mention the fact that she comes out of it. She doesn't want to go into the heart of darkness and look at like oh, these deaths being, leave her the and of yeah Yeah, I kind of I'm kind of on that side. I think my first... Like, sugar rush reaction was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. But I'm like, you know what, man? You don't, It wasn't you. You don't know what you'd fucking do if all of a sudden you're yeah. on P- in People Magazine and all these things in TMZ and blah, blah, blah. Oh, now she's Mother Teresa all of and, a sudden?
1: She, she owes us all to be Mother Teresa? Yeah, Therese. she owes us
0: all to go into a cloister for the next three yeah. years. No, I think she could do what she wants. So, and, you know, I, I tweeted something that I, I took it down, which is like, hey, you know, people's reaction. Like, remember 911? a lot of people were... All they were doing was partying and and drinking and yeah. celebrating life. A lot of people were even jumping for joy. I mean, yes, they were all Middle Eastern, but that's not the point. The point is – okay, that's a dumb joke, but I deleted it. But the point <laughs> is, like, it's true. During 9-11, and I was there during nine eleven. you were probably just a little itching your daddy's balls. No, you were like four or five.
1: Um, 9-11. I'd have been six. I was in first grade.
0: Yeah. So I just got out of school, and I was like, at nine eleven. <laughs> I I saw the buildings burn. I had a like play rehearsal, and I was yeah. what? And I gotta tell you, man, the reaction. You were reaction- in New York. I was in New York. I was in Manhattan. I That's was wild. I was I rollerbladed down to Chambers Street and Wall Street because I was like, "There's the fire. Let me go check it out."
1: Oh, and shit. then I
0: was like, "Oh shit! I'm late for my I'm late for my uh my rehearsal, my play rehearsal." So I roll because play rehearsal started like um like 9.30 or 10. I think maybe 10. You hear that,
1: folks? That is a dedicated artist right there. So
0: I was literally watching. He was rollerblading to play rehearsal during what 9/11. Here's what people don't realize about 9-11, unless you, unless you were there. Um, That's crazy. What you don't realize is when you... That's the first tower that you see yeah. is the North Tower, right? Of course. And the North Tower, it, the plane went in kind of straight. Yeah. So it's basically two two floors or three floors. And this is a huge building where you're... Looking down Ninth Avenue, and you're looking at the North Tower. You see a little fire coming out.
1: You don't really think it's going to fall,
0: uh, not at all. No, no but people were looking at like la- so. And of, if I- it
1: wasn't for the explosives, <laughs> it wouldn't have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you really buy that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, know I don't what know. buy. I don't know. So then I don't so, not buy it. So then I start going further down, and me- meanwhile, I didn't see both the planes hit. Yeah, I was like in an internet cafe. They used to have things called internet cafes because yes. you didn't have internet at your home <laughs> right. in 2001. Mm-hmm. I was in. I came out, and people were like running around, freaking out. I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, people are running to poor authority. I'm like, "I guess there's a train people." I had no idea. I literally went into the internet cafe. The planes hit, and I came out. It was fucking nuts. Oh, and I was sure. on my way to to 12th Street. You were blading to. 12th I was 12th blade, Street? down 9th Avenue. I go, "Oh, I gotta go to the internet cafe."
1: Oh my so god. So I I
0: peeled off. I went to this down basement internet cafe. Yeah. And it wasn't like Internet now where, like, the news pops up. Okay. You're just on your email. Yeah. So I'm in a bubble. I'm not hearing anything. You don't wow. hear any sounds. I don't know the 9-11 a true
1: A true New Yorker didn't even notice 9-11 because they were blading to an Internet cafe. <laughs>
0: no, but I was – because what would – I'm telling you this. And sometimes I think about guardian angels because – Ninth Avenue is a clear shot. Was a clear shot of the Twin Towers. Yeah, when you look down Ninth Avenue, that's almost a clear shot in Manhattan of you see the Twin Towers. I'm rolling straight down Ninth Avenue to 12th Street, and the Twin Towers in my sightline the whole time. And on 42nd Street, I go, oh, I want to send an email because I'd done this film. I was in post production, so I go in and I literally at one point I kept the timestamps on the car. I've never talked about this before. Um, And I went in there. Three minutes later, the first plane hit i finished my i finished all my shit like the plane hit and then like two minutes later i left yeah so it was completely encapsulated within like a few minutes on either side of me going and they come out people running i saw a car ran to the back of another car and i was like i'm gonna be good citizen tell them what's going on hey guy, cop and the cop just told everyone to like keep going keep driving I said, why? why 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 the guy just hit this guy, he goes, look, look down there, and then that, then I looked and I saw the plane building, so i rollerbladed down there.
1: You saw the second building on fire?
0: No, I saw the first got one because from Ninth Avenue, looking at the North Tower, you just see that, and people then once I got to Chamber did not Street
1: I realize it was a terrorist attack,
0: not at all until people the second it was plane a, 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 a crop duster, and then when I got down to Chamber Street, which is pretty close. I looked and I saw the second building and that was like six yeah six or seven that floors was like on fire. Billowing. And that's when you're like, oh wait, this is a lot more serious than I thought. But at the same time, you still didn't think the buildings were gonna collapse. No. For some reason it just didn't nobody thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, I guess you just thought it'd be that part would be gutted and there'd be like a skeleton structure yeah. or whatever the fuck it was. Um And people were kinda out there pointing and looking up and laughing and no one had any idea. I mean, not a lot of people saw the planes. Hit the fucking building, you know. People saw right afterwards. So I went back to rehearsal like, God, you're not going to believe this. Of course, no one was there because they all fucking knew. Um, And it was a weird... My point is, after that, people's reactions were just fucking weird. Like, you try to do everything in your power just to fucking uh, live your life normally. Yeah. Because your brain just goes, we have to move forward. We have to move forward. This one friend of mine, he was on Subway going down to Wall Street. He has headphones on. And he, this sounds so. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's fucking awful. He gets out of the subway, which is like around Wall Street or Chamber Street. He gets out, and when he gets out, subway, shh, a body lands like 20 feet away from him. Splat. He's like, what the? F-? He had no idea. From the, attack. the tower. From the tower. Holy fuck! So he was in the subway for like half hour. The planes fucking hit. He gets out. He get. He has his headphones on. A body fucking hits then he looks and he sees the building like start to fucking like crumble right? oh my god so he starts running d- up. back in the subway no he runs on the street he, got, he got, like starts running up and him and this other woman and the building's like collapsing behind. oh
1: my man. god
0: and this him and this other woman are, like just running 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 blah 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 and they've run up to like now they're in the village the grinch village and they're like eighth street whatever and this woman all of a sudden she goes oh my god a sale and she goes into a shoe sale where there's a store was having a shoe sale.
1: Oh my God.
0: That's just, that's my point. It's that's like.
1: Exactly, though. That is exactly the point is that, I mean, your brain.
0: Your brain wants to save you yeah. from trauma.
1: It's, your brain is like. Everything's denial. okay.
0: Everything's okay. Denial, denial, denial. So what's denial, happening denial. with Kate is I think her brain is trying to save her from trauma, and I get it. And the fact that people are raking across the coals isn't really fair. No. Because that's just natural for people to do until you've had it happen to you. I mean, I know that when my parents die, I'm I'm going to fucking probably do everything I can to distract myself and try to be positive and try to be like, and it's just fucking, it's what we do as human beings.
1: I feel like I've been preparing for my dad to die my entire life. Yeah. And it'll probably still fuck me up a little bit. Because he, I mean, he had a pretty serious heart attack when I was like in elementary school. Yeah. Um the the general idea in my family was yeah. He could basically die at any moment. So Jesus. uh be appreciate this man. Yeah. While he's here. And don't upset Ugh. him. Don't get his blood pressure up. Don't fuck with him because you're gonna kill him. I that was my put into my head as a kid. I was like, oh if I I'm causing him stress. I'm causing, I might kill him.
0: Yeah. So, by the way, that's a great tactic to raise kids.
1: Yeah. Whether it's
0: true or not, just say, hey, your dad had a heart attack. He could die any minute. Don't stress him out. That's a way to raise a good, disciplined child.
1: I mean, I was always respectful. Yeah. And then he had cancer and then he had another heart attack. Jesus. And he just, yeah, he's still alive. So, (laughs) <laughs> but, but, like, and then COVID happened, and I was like, my whole, I feel like my whole life I've just been like, every time I see him, I'm just giving him a big old hug. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It's one of the, it is, but it's still, I mean, still probably gonna fuck with me.
0: It's gonna make me very sad. We've been talking about death a lot, and I think we should segue to something nice and positive, like your breakup, Tommy. Tommy, you are now a single man, is that right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's probably for the best, but,
1: I, and I don't want to get into... I know you don't details, get the details. But suffice to say that as with many, many people in this weird Hollywood, California world, it's, uh, I think we both had a little bit of mental illness and maybe hers was a bit more severe. And it made things very, very difficult to deal with. And it escalated beyond the point that I think I'm comfortable with. And, and I'm trying to remain friends and make sure that everything is okay. But I don't think that anything romantic should continue.
0: Tommy, the way you just gave that speech was almost like a Bill Belichick-trained football player after a Patriots game when they lost. <laughs> <laughs> we tried our best. Our defense wasn't quite able to uh, stop the running game. I was and not able to stop the to running game, Bill. Uh, it's like so, so measured and circumspect. Tommy, people want the raw, unfiltered truth. But we can't really say that. People don't want the truth anymore. But people, but you know... I think
1: it got a little too much, whereas it wouldn't be like fun to, to dissect. I think it would just be uh, a betrayal of trust. It just got a little bit too intense.
0: But here's here's what I'm not getting from you, Tommy. You go, I don't think... Because a lot of people are like, I'm done. I'm over. This relationship is done. If they don't change, you know, there's always like a little caveat. It's like, is it done? Done? Or you still think that maybe there's a chance?
1: No. Because I've been back and forth. I've been vacillating. Like, oh, it's on. It's off. It's on. It's off. But I think I have. You know. But you think you have? You know, it's like an addiction.
0: Yes, it is. You
1: hit your rock bottom. hmm And you realize that something's got to change. Yeah. And I think that I was in denial and now I hit my relationships version of a rock bottom. Yes. And I it was scary for me. Yeah. And I don't I I will not return. In we- the same capacity.
0: See, there's a the caveat. In the same capacity. This is my prediction, Tommy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: don't take this the wrong way. Okay. But you're a fucking pussy. So here's my Here's my prediction. She is going to say, I'm so sorry. I'm getting therapy now. hmm I'm on meds. The doctor yep. said I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the steps. She's only put in like two weeks of like yeah. of like, I'm a better person, I've changed. And because you still love her, you're gonna be dumb enough to start dating her again, Tommy. What do you think about no, that,
1: Terry? Not gonna happen.
0: Really? Nope. Are you giving your word to the podcast listeners who want to bone you right now. Yep. I am single as a Pringle. So what's the next up? So but you do also don't feel like you're willing to date right now. I would I
1: would not relationship with like as a goal. I would not date with relationship as a goal. At this moment I think I need a little bit of time to unwind. Yep. I would I would fuck around. I mean I would like to. Because it's been My situation has been like open, yeah, but confusing for a while, and now it is no longer open or confusing. It is
0: over. Why are people so adamant to be in relate? Because when I was, you know, like a a single man about town getting laid a lot, (laughs) which doesn't really happen anymore, um, I would be with women, and we were like, yeah, this is cool. Let's just do this sometimes. Yeah, and that's a really hard pitch to s- to sell to people. Why? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know why what I
1: not? think it is? I think social media, as with every other goddamn thing, social media fucked it up because you can't just be private, discreet. I mean, you can, but like, ladies want to post some shit. They want to post you eating your dumb fucking meal, they and then their friends p- are like, "Who's he?" Yeah, and then this, they just get involved. The
0: friends and the social pressure gets involved so much earlier. Yep, I've always said from the because I had a bad experience with I was dating a girl and we'd be on and off. Then we were in a relationship on Facebook, then out of a relationship, then on Instagram, then not. God. So I was like, so eventually I was like, you know what? I my social media is going to be thirst traps uh, of yours truly, and comedy, and then promoting shows. That's it. That it. I'm not going to do anything else. And anytime I got real, I was like, look, man, my social look me- like I'm not made to day dudes, but look, I'm not gonna post any boyfriend I'm not gonna be like, here we are matching matching uniforms at the gym. We're taking Yo to get here, we're going on our trip to the I'm like, I'll take pictures of you. You wanna put me on your social media? Go ahead. Go ahead. But I am not going I'm not to not sharing it. I'm, I'm not, not, not gonna sharing do it. your fucking It's always been my fucking philosophy. I don't care if people know my personal life. I think if you get married or something, yeah. of course
1: you should post that. Yeah. You should post your wife.
0: Yeah, post your wife. Not your girlfriend. Yeah, but don't post your wife every day. No! Post her like, hey, I married this bitch, and then move on. Yeah. Back to thirst traps and comedy gigs. Because I, I don't know what the it point it depends. Is.
1: is your social media page an alter to your romantic personal life? I know some people who are. They are not in the entertainment business. Mm. Our fucking social media page is like, mine, hey, this is the show. This is the show this week. This is the comedy sketch I made. This is yes. a picture of me on
0: stage, right? I'm not... Yeah. I look at Instagram as a way only to get traction. And the truth is... Of course. To get traction. Yes, you can get traction if you're in a relationship. I'm not saying that you can't get traction. If you're a big guy, if you're Brad Pitt or whatever, who gives a shit. But like, I have fans who are... A lot of them are single women and single men. I, my job is to bring the heat. I can't control who's watching. So, um, <laughs> that's such a good line. So, um, I, if they have some fantasy that they'll meet me someday and blah, blah, I don't care. There's some heavyweight housewife in the, in the Midwest. It's like, if that's their fantasy, that's fine. Like, let them good have that. Good for them. Good for I them. I hope they do meet you. Yeah. And, so, and some of them <laughs> like, some of them like... My good friend Bill Dawes, I'm like, I've never met this person, but yeah. they think we're friends. That's fine. Good. And maybe, maybe they want to know about my relationships, my personal life, and stuff like that. But I also like, well, I don't care. Listen why? to the pod. Listen to the pod. Then you have fun. You'll have to hear about my personal life and relationships. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you are fucking withholding, Tommy.
1: I am the surrogate because Bill wanted to stop sharing some personal details, so he brought in a surrogate. Yeah, and I am the I am the surrogate personal life
0: uh well i also i also realize it's a tough thing for comedy too because when i've been in relationships and i would make jokes about every time i'm in a relationship i make jokes about the person i'm dating yeah it bites me in the ass yeah you know of course i remember i did a show i was living with a girl one time i said hey uh, my girlfriend moved in with me uh it's funny story how it happened it is a visual but i was like um, You know, uh, she'll be, and I had like a sock puppet, I think, or something. Mm. Just my hand, like, me, me, Oh, what's wrong, baby? Oh, you lost the lease on your apartment? Well, maybe you can move in with me for a, a few weeks until you get things straight out. <laughs> and I would like c- cover my face like an <laughs> octopus and like fall on my back. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, And then get up, like, oh, but it's going well. So it would, get, it would get a laugh. It was a funny little physical gag. And I was at Green Blatt's with my girl, and John Lovitz was in the room. He goes, he goes, Oh, you're Bill's girlfriend, huh? She's like, Yeah, he's like, Do you like that joke where he talks about you're like a octopus on his like an alien on his face when you moved in with him? She's like, haha. And it became a fucking fight in our relationship. Of
1: course.
0: But it was a good joke. What are you gonna do? I have
1: a joke about my relationship. Well, no, actually. <laughs> I have a joke about using a vibrator that was inspired. And she likes that joke because What's the like- joke? uh it's it's kind of like a long thing it starts off as like i got a girlfriend only problem is we got different tastes in music in the bedroom like when we go to the bedroom we like to listen to different things so we just both wear headphones uh-huh. and then it's like it's like a silent disco and then i go she likes to listen to smooth r and B. I i listen to motivational podcasts <laughs> it's like i'm listening to motivational podcasts while i'm fucking and then i, I do this and that And then I'm like, this one podcast is like, make her come or she will leave you. So we got a vibrator involved. Fellas, you don't like to hear that. Fellas hate to hear that. Nah, I got it. I'm all, it's all me. It's all me. But the way I see it, it's a team effort and I'm currently leading the team in assists. Yeah. And then I, and then I basically do a big sports metaphor about how the vibrator is a star player and I'm the Scotty Pippen of fucking.
0: Yeah. I like that.
1: And it's like, I ain't got to be in all the highlights. The important thing is I'm getting a ring at the end of the season. Yeah. My team is unfucking defeated. <laughs> you won't beat me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so I'm like talking shit, but it's like I'm talking shit from the perspective of like the the side, like the three and D guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of sex. Yeah. Um, and then I do a post game interview, and I'm like, <laughs> honestly, it's just an honor to be on the floor with <laughs> such an incredible <laughs> athlete. The energy, God. The coach keeps saying, pass the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really stupid.
0: Yeah. But I apologize. I double dribbled that one time.
1: Right, right. Yeah. If I could just stop turning it over, I swear to God, we're going to a chance at the championship or something like that. I don't even know. It's, it's dumb. I'm still kind of...
0: That's fine, man. I like it. But
1: People can relate to that. It's yeah. self-deprecating.
0: Yes, which is the key to like 90% of comedy.
1: Which I don't even like doing self-deprecating jokes. That one I'm even a little iffy about because I don't want a girl to be in the... Audience and listen to the joke and be like, "Oh, you can't fuck," you know.
0: Yeah, I, is that the moral of the joke? Is, I don't think that's the, mor- the, the moral of the joke. Is that you're sensitive to her. her needs?
1: Right, that's what I wanted to be. And I've had women come up to me and say, "I love that joke." Yes, because more dudes need to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, it's just
1: so much easier.
0: Absolutely, and all
1: these dudes are in denial. And that's what I'm going for is to be like, "Y'all are so proud that you can't make your woman come yeah. because you won't even yeah. do what she wants." Yeah. And I'm doing what she wants, and I'm undefeated.
0: I think if you because
1: I because I sacrificed, I I say in the joke I I'll take the pay cut. I take a pay cut yeah. for the star player so that we can win the game. Yeah, it's like it's a little convoluted,
0: but <laughs> I think if you're on the thumble or the the tinto or whatever the fuck it is, I think I'm just being stupid. I think you should you're going to have a day. I think you should even say, "Hey, do you use a vibrator?" Right, and if they say. Yeah, I use a vibrator. It's bring it. Put I it don't in your bag. Think,
1: no, no. I don't think that I would ever bring it up or suggest it. I, I didn't really love well, women it. women are
0: very insecure it about thing. the fact they use a vibrator.
1: And maybe I, I mean, maybe I would not a Me and Mars, point.
0: are you insecure about using a vibrator?
1: Fuck no. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. Not by yourself. With another
0: guy. Fuck no. Yeah, she no, did not care. Well, good. Well, good. Those Jews, they don't have the same sexual hangups that the Christians and Catholics have. That's maybe... That's kind of true. Know. I don't know. I don't know what, what people the correlation don't realize is. about Judaism is that like sex is very celebrated. Good, that's healthy. Like they don't have any. There's no guilt about she, sex. She begs to differ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no pre- guilt about sex. There's no like premarital sex is fine in Judaism. I mean, if not if you're Orthodox, but like in general, it's like oh well, there you go. Have fun. There you fun. go.
1: Like it's not. I mean, shab- it's
0: and Shabbat. Premarital sex is fine if you're a Methodist. Shabbat. Like for Shabbat, which is the Friday where you have to whatever the tone and light candles and shit, like they encourage you to fuck on Shabbat. Like, wow. hey, sh- hey, guess what, guys? In synagogue, like, they say, hey, guess what? Friday, good night fucking. Well, it is. It's the hippie hang out in bed all day, read books and fuck. The yeah. Jews encourage people to fuck because
1: they're, they're trying to be exterminated. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. So they got to produce more Jews as quickly as possible. I think it's, it's a good strategy. That's why the Catholics don't let like you wear a condom.
0: They don't like to wear a condom because they want to have a bunch of kids. Cause,
1: like, make more Catholics. Yeah, every religion is trying to make more religion. That's
0: true. Now, what else is going on in the world? We also have uh, Texas being Texas. Yeah, they uh, pretty this- pretty wild. <laughs> pretty wild shit. I mean, that one's like. A little dystopian. doesn't make you want to make a... I I just feel like my mandate is to make some solid abortion jokes.
1: Can I say something? Yeah. At the end of the month, the first month, weekend of October, I'm flying to Texas to spend the weekend Mm -hmm. with my first ever middle school girlfriend. No, hold on. better pull out. No, 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 no. She was my girlfriend in middle school. She's no longer in middle school. She's a full-grown woman in her 20s. I feel like... (laughs) Full grown woman in her 20s, no. that's the thing? Okay. I, she's not in middle school. But, um.
0: <laughs> For I just, the record. She was my girlfriend she, in it, Yeah. <laughs> when I was in it. From grade. middle school, not my. From middle school. Not my middle school girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just As a clarify. distinction, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be taken out of context when, when I get. Oh. Oh, so, anyways, I have two things. But yeah. I'm going to focus on this thing because that's what I was. I started a thought. I should finish the a thought. Yes. I don't can't be an adhd lunatic your whole life my whole life on the podcast mm-hmm. this is bad radio <laughs> all right so now i've clarified that i'm having i'm going to stay with a full-grown woman who is not in middle school who you used to date Mills? did now when you're in my school, first kiss your first kiss my first kiss did you feel booby? no no that wasn't until later yeah
0: yeah I remember the first time I put my arm around a girl in I would have liked school. to feel booby, but I remember it was like <laughs> like in a movie theater putting an arm around a girl was like the biggest oh my god terrifying. Like, how do you do it? Like how do I how do I breach this? And I was like fucking shaking. And your like, arm's shaking. up there and then you're like what? Now? And then your arm falls asleep and you're like ugh, miserable. Yeah. Oh god. So so go ahead, continue. You kissed her. You're going to go see her. Why?
1: Cuz she was like come visit, come visit. No, it's a little complicated because we mm-hmm. have been platonic friends yes for a very long time. Like we we dated, but she was also like the girl next door. She lived yes. down the street. Now from that me. she's not in
0: middle school, is she still fuckable? <laughs> I'm sorry, is she? Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs>
1: oh my god, come on, it's a Lucy Gay joke. <laughs> no, no, so no, 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 yeah.
0: Is, is she? Um, is she an attractive adult woman now? Yeah,
1: very attractive.
0: Whoa, okay. She so she wants you to hang more out. More
1: attractive now?
0: Yeah. Obviously, she's <laughs> so, maybe so, so.
1: peak attractiveness. Peak attractiveness. That yeah, she's been
0: uh, like mid to late twenties is peak attractiveness usually for most right. women. So um, she's a beautiful twenty, and she's single. She's single. So you're going to fuck? I'm hoping so. But here's the thing:
1: she's she's a little weird. I'm a little weird. Like we've just known each other a long time, and it's kind of been like it's a, hard to breach attention. But but the tension. I, at a, I here's what happened in eighth grade we dated and then we broke up because of a dumb joke that i told as an eighth grader where we had civil war reenactors come to our fucking middle school uh-huh. and do a demonstration
0: as people do yeah
1: in the, in south. the south and and i did a dumb joke uh, a pro over, over text this is like on my shitty flip phone texting her <laughs> and i was like did you see that civil war demonstration today and she was like yeah and i was like what did you think and she was like it's kind of dumb and then i was being i also thought it was dumb yeah but i was like wow yikes don't know if i can be with someone who doesn't love the civil war as much as i do <laughs> and i thought i was with a buddy and we were goofing
0: but you didn't put an emoji after of a crying face. This or was pre-emojis. Pre-emojis, yeah. Oh. For me, this was yeah. like you had to type it out. Did you write LOL? No. Oh, Tommy. I went, I
1: tripled, quadrupled down. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah, my grandfather died in the Civil War, <laughs> and I take it incredibly seriously. And I thought it was hilarious. I yeah. thought anyone should know that I'm kidding. I was trying to escalate in a way that it was like clear that I was joking. Yeah. You also want
0: to flesh out to see if people have a sense of humor.
1: I right. don't think she was on the same page, humor wise, so as said. I was. So she was like, "Got her feelings hurt," and then we broke
0: up. <laughs> oh my god!
1: And and then and then I was like, "I was joking," and she's like, "You already hurt my fr- my feelings. It's too late. I might have <laughs> even waited way too long to say I'm joking. I might have." <laughs> Wait gone... will w-
0: senior year. Yeah, this
1: was like my first girlfriend. I was yeah. being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Anyways. I lost my girlfriend over this joke that I was telling.
0: Were you still friends afterwards in school?
1: Not for a little bit, but we did become friends again. And for a while, we carpooled to school
0: because we lived in the same neighborhood. And did you want to just fucking tell more Civil War jokes? God, it'd be so hard not to. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, But also, I was madly in love with her Mm -hmm. for like the beginning two or three years of high school. And that's the way you are. I tried to get her back multiple times because I felt like I had ruined everything. Yeah. So I just had this big crush, and it would, I was always so nervous to ask her, and then she was <laughs> going through some family stuff. And so I became really close friends with her, and then I got friend-zoned, but we had already dated, and I was yeah. like, I want to get her back. And she didn't want me back, and then we went to see a movie. And I was like, is this a date? Are we just hanging out? She's like, we're going through some stuff. I don't really want a date right now. I'm like, "But I love you! And then we <laughs> fought, and then we didn't talk for a month, and then blah, blah, blah. blah. It was a whole saga. Yeah. After a while, my, I, I completely put my my little heart on off mode i was I'm like nice. i will never ever ever have romantic feelings about this person again and we'll be friends and it'll be fine yeah where i'm putting you in the friend zone yeah as a power move and if yeah. you ever want to come back if i do some shit you want to come back it's too late
0: yeah too late
1: but and we're buddies and i like being buddies and it's great yeah so that was the case in uh the rest of the high school college um you know, and, and it was like...
0: You kept in touch.
1: Every, of course, we kept in touch because we lived in the same neighborhood and we had a lot of same friends. So you'd come back like,
0: for Christmas, you'd see her and stuff like that. Right.
1: I, I would always go see her and we would always catch up. Yeah. And it was always fun, but I always kept it very platonic. And sometimes it kind of seemed like, oh, maybe she might like me again, but I, I'm i never going back down that road because yeah. I have been down that road. As a young, sensitive child, I've been down that road too many times. And, it, and there's a lot of... Uh, cartilage yeah let's say you sure. know what i mean mm-hmm. like i've broken this scar bone. tissue scar tissue perfect yes and uh and so like i eh, never really considered it and even now
0: going, she must have just gone through a breakup
1: she did have a thing yeah. with a guy yeah and and we facetimed a couple times we talk on the phone sometimes and just kind of like catch up and even then it's a little bit it's still platonic. Yeah. Uh, but I think that she's been unlucky in love in certain ways, based yeah. on what I've heard. And she's dated some some Texan men, and they're not mm-hmm. maybe her speed. Because yeah. she's a fucking scientist. She's like yeah. a PhD candidate, incredibly smart, biologist, yeah. works in a lab, and she's dating some of these guys, and they're not necessarily...
0: But the Ford F-150 and get her done attitude. Right, they her not her speed. Yeah.
1: And politically, they get into disagreements, of yes. course, because she's liberal, because liberal. she... As a phd yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so and she's a scientist so she's big on climate change yeah, of, course, of course because if you've done even a little bit of research that's <laughs> well you'll end but anyways so so now she's like come visit she wanted me to come visit and i'm like i'm not flying to fucking texas To get rejected. Like, if I'm flying to Texas...
0: To hear you talk about your ex-boyfriend.
1: Oh, I'm like, no. I'm like, hell no. So, but after a while, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll take a chance. And you know what? There is a solid chance that I get there and nothing happens... And I'm fine with it. I'm already completely emotionally okay with it. And in that case, I'm hanging out with a good friend, a genuine friend who I've had for a long time. And it'll be great to catch up with her. The plane ticket was not that expensive. I'll have a good time and I'll leave.
0: Yeah. And I'm fine. With How it. long are we there for? A weekend. Okay. So let me let me intervene here, Tommy. Okay. So have you discussed sleeping arrangements?
1: I, I briefly just asked. I was like, so I'm going to be staying at your place. She's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, okay,
0: good. You might be there, and there's a blow-up mattress.
1: I might be there, and there's a blow-up mattress.
0: Why don't you flesh it out now?
1: I. That's a good question, but I'm like, I don't know. It's it's. Don't too you want weird. to
0: know going in what the expectations are for her?
1: I feel like I have a decent read, and that it's leaning. A little bit romantic, but uh-huh. I don't – I'm going to ask night one, like when I get there. I would rather not do – have it be a texting thing. I just want to mm. feel the energy before I go into there because I don't want to ask over text and then she says no over text and then I'm like, should I even go? Because I just want to go. All right, I got it, I got it. And, and I'm not going to be creepy about it. I'm not going to be like weird –
0: like yeah. oh i'm staying at your b-. you know and i don't like wanna- you walk in like hey where's
1: the bedroom let me drop my shit off right because that i've just known her for a really long time mm-hmm. and there is a trust there and there is like a a, a solid friendship as a base yeah and that's the other thing is like i'm not i don't really want to fuck that up like i would rather just have it be chill mm-hmm. i don't really care i'm not horny to the point of sabotage yes and I, I don't think I ever will be again. I,
0: I, a man I, who's not horny to the point of sabotage. What? I'm. I'm more enlightened now. I would like to think. <laughs> we we'll, we shall see. So, but when you get there, and if there goes, okay, here's the blow up mattress, and it's a shitty fucking blow up mattress in the kids room or whatever. No it's it's kids a, room. Is it the, the, I think the foyer? Li- here's the
1: thing. I think she lives in like a big studio, so it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like it's going to be.
0: So you think she's basically impl- the implicit message is like. You're staying with me. We're sleeping in the same bed, and because you can still sleep in the same bed with someone as a friend,
1: I've, been I've done doing before. it for a couple days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I can get behind that. Um, and, now, and let's say you're going out. Let's say there is a blow up mattress like next to the bed. It's the a little shitty from Target. Well, then i sleep on the blow up mattress. Okay. Okay. No, but my no point family. is, so that's what it is. Because she might do that prophylactically to be kind of like. J- just, I just, you know, so you. It's I still bet pus- she
1: will do that.
0: Okay, yes. So then it puts an onus on, on you. To f- but you also would love the idea of it being romantic. So how will you possibly breach that? Like you're hanging out. I the-
1: think I would.
0: What it's would you do? Weird
1: for me because I have some emotional hangups about the whole thing, based on this person kind of rejected me. It's middle school, right? But I, but it happened a bunch and it really hurt my feelings and it was like this whole saga for me. It was an emotional mm-hmm. saga. Four years of high school. Yeah. And like I'm sure my best friend Nick at the time never heard the end of it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Do you have mutual I friends like, with her? A ton. Have you have you tried to get their temperature? Like, hey, what is she... What do you think? I haven't. That would be interesting. Yeah, maybe someone you trust is like, hey, listen, here's the deal. Because they might be like, Oh, dude, she's fucking going through it with this breakup. And- I don't
1: know if she keeps in contact with them. Maybe she does. I the I best way is vibes, just,
0: just to be chill. But obviously, like I'm you do. I'm gonna be chill. And you know, just hug her, <laughs>
1: hug her a lot.
0: And if you hug her, she's started she talking to me a you-
1: lot on social media recently. Yeah, like reacting to my shit mm-hmm. and. It's kind of like the modern...
0: You're feeling like it's is there. We're sending a so, little heart emojis. So if, if you hug her, you'll know from the hug. Because she if she relaxes into the hug... Yes. And then she pulls her True. head away slowly. If that's she hugs you and I'm then pats your back and does a little teepee thing, then you know right away.
1: Yeah. If, I don't think that's going to happen. the first but hug does, is by the body... would be a relief. It would be a relief. I'd be like, you know what? Great! I'm just gonna hang. I'm and gonna we'll talk hang about and science.
0: Like, hey, talk about science. And by the way, you have any hot friends? Because while I'm here, I might be nice to get laid. No. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and um, and she we're hanging out right before she leaves Texas to go to DC to do some other things. So it's kind of like a.
0: Is she moving? Or no.
1: I think she's going to do some science thing.
0: Some science thing. I think she wants to get like her frig her middle school boyfriend finally see what's going on below the belt. See, what's going to happen. Oh, I—that's what I think. So is you have—you know, you know, you are in. It's almost like a three. I've said this about threesomes too. The problem with three, the way guys fuck up threesomes, yeah, because I used to be good at procuring them. Oh yeah, is they start acting weird, like it's set up, and then they start acting weird. They start mm-hmm. trying to be too impressive. They try to be too flirty with the girl. Yeah. Just be like just be there.
1: Just be the man. Just be a man masculine. When Tony Rock
0: asked me to go to his birthday party, it was at a black nightclub. I'm not gonna go there and start (laughs) breakdancing and try to show people how fucking cool and hip and Yeah. In so I just had my funny I had to hold my drink and just kind of fucking do a little bounce behind a girl, like, yo, what's up? And they fucking loved me for it. To this day, Tony Rock loves me because I wasn't trying to be fucking like Cool, uh, a culturally white guy. appropriate. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just fucking just there with my drink, just chilling, man. The,
1: that is so funny. It's it's threesomes and hanging out with black people. Yeah, are, are parallel <laughs> in that. Just be cool, dude. Yeah, don't yeah don't be the weird. Don't be a weirdo.
0: Yeah, but it's yeah, it's it like,
1: is funny how some people like. Hold on,
0: we just got a note. Oh, from sorry, I just got, got a
1: note. But it is funny how some people they get around black people and they just have a meltdown well i mean they just like the white they have the like the white they just start acting weird
0: yeah fuck it, like
1: part it. of the and reason there's some people you you can't bring certain of your white friends places because they'll just start acting weird
0: they'll start doing a little patois yeah, it's uh, like a black hey, scent hey chill what are you doing? And that happens sometimes what are you doing? at Chocolate Sundays at Laugh Factory. You'll see comics will be like, yo, yo, man. This guy was like, dude, you're from Connecticut. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you saying yo, yo, yo? I've seen it happen. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> oh, but they'll say it like they haven't
1: said it ever in their life. <laughs> like it's the first time they're saying yo, yo, yo. Oh, that's so funny. That is one of the weird, unexplainable, hilarious parts of being a human.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: people being weird as fuck. Yeah. And Or like, even the threesome example, it's like all you gotta do is just be cool.
0: Just and be you cool. Can't do it. You just and even fall like apart. even when you're walking down street, your arm and your leg are going at the same time. You're like, I can't even walk now because I'm so nervous about this threesome happening.
1: <laughs> you- oh, oh my god. Okay, Mia wrote me a note. Which you're right. She's the one that got away, and you were the one she never got closure with. Just wear a condom, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you are in Texas. You, yeah. don't want, you don't want to take that road trip to Louisiana. Ooh. That's why, yeah, I'm going to Texas to potentially
1: have sex it's, with a stranger. No, no, uh, it's it's a, great. It's great.
0: What's better than that type of redemption?
1: I mean, right? It's almost a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah, exactly. If I
1: make it that, but yes. or I could
0: just be fucking cool for once in my but goddamn the life. The problem is you can end up being so cool that she gets the vibe that you're not into it.
1: That is Which exactly is my mo. I I am so cool that she gets discouraged, <laughs> and, then and then I'm then like, and then I'm like scrambling to be less cool, and I go too, I overcorrect, oh, and now I'm man. being awkward, and now I can never return to the cool guy. I'm like, I should stay the fucking cool guy. I was being yeah. the cool guy. I'm in well, the bathroom this
0: is, screaming. Uh, here's what here here here's the move, Tommy. Here's what okay. you do. Ready? Because whatever the fuck... Oh, I'm chill. I just want a good vacation. Whatever. Shut up. I start talking in my low voice. Want, you want to get late. Hey. Here, here's what you got to do. Say all the things that you would say to a woman to make them feel good. Compliment her hair. Your uh, hair looks great. I love wow. your hair like your that. It's boobs great, are... James. No, God oh, damn sorry. it, Tommy. It's Whoops. too far. Whoops. Just kidding. Come on. Her yeah. ha- compliment our outfits, ah. her shoes, her hair. I love the hair part, part of the one. dress you're wearing. Here, here's a hidden, hidden secret about threesomes, <laughs> by the way. Okay. If you're with a girl who's trying to procure a threesome with another girl, uh-huh. um, The fir- their opening salvo will always be, wow, I really like your hair. I'm telling you, man. It's the fucking move the girls do to other girls. You have beautiful roots. <laughs> I can barely see where you got the fucking ombre yeah. dyed or omelet. What the fuck is it called? Anyway, so your hair is beautiful despite not being dyed in a while. So give her give her give her compliments in a way for, that can be deemed like wow you look beautiful. You look you, you or you can, I think you can say hot. You look hot tonight. Like we're going out, like whatever, like for how little maintenance you've done to yeah, the hair that yeah, it, it looks yeah.
1: like it probably looked great a while ago.
0: Yeah, don't say wow, your boobs have gotten bigger since 8th grade. Don't say anything like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just like, compliment, yeah, compliment, like, oh, wow, you look, or just like, hey, you know, well, it makes sense. If she talks about breakup, like, wow, it's weird. The guy, you're beautiful, smart woman. The guy's an idiot. Just things like that. Just oh, put yeah. it in there to show that, because you probably haven't called her beautiful ever. No. Well, maybe in eighth grade. In eighth grade, you don't say that. No. No, one right. no, no, no guy's going to be confident to call her I'd beautiful. i probably like, say you're- You ever compliment her hair? just no not in eighth grade no not at all pay attention to the details what she's wearing how she smelled how you smell nice things like that i'm telling you i just would little love cues.
1: to think that i have more game now than i did in eighth grade
0: who knows know, tommy. who knows maybe i'm worse can we do a role play with me right here where <laughs> you do a role play with me yeah okay here we go right okay, here's, okay. here's a role play um oh my god tommy wait am i where what are where are we set the stage Okay, we're about to go out for the night. We've already hung out for a bit, Oh, okay. Right? What's the vibe? We, we, it's been cool. She's running around like, oh, da, da, da. Well, I set this party. My it's, friend's It's party. normally not so messy in here. <laughs> yeah, it's normally not so yeah. messy. Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's fine. It's so I'm it's so fine. glad you're here. Uh, our, my friend uh, Jolene is having a party. That's a good Southern name. Yeah. Uh, we shouldn't we we jo- have much time. Jo- she goes into like, <laughs> what do you wear? And she's like, oh, is, is that all you got to wear? A t-shirt and fucking baggy jeans? Cool. Uh
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I don't really care.
0: <laughs> wear one good... <laughs> Outfit. Don't wear a blazer like a dick. But wear, no! wear like a button down, a
1: black long sleeve sweatshirt.
0: Yeah. You, a black long sleeve. Sh- Do we agree with that, Mia? I believe sweatshirts are better than blazers. Yeah, but maybe like a nice button down. No. No. No, you don't want to look gay. But yeah. You a lot of That's not gay. A button down isn't gay. A button down, down is a man. Shoes, a really a button. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Mia. Come on. Hey, you gotta trust me. This. Who you gonna trust, me or Mia?
1: I'm going to trust the proud gay man. Yeah, Yeah. thank
0: you. So, have one nice shirt in case you go to something. Like, I don't know. It's the South. Maybe there's some nice racist ball she wants to take you to. I mean, I think she's going to take me to bars. Bars. Dive bars. Because
1: it's like a do-nothing town.
0: Well, like have at least one first date outfit. Of course. You know.
1: I'm going to dress good.
0: Okay. Of course. Just don't, like, dress down to prove a point about how chill you are. my No,
1: no. I'm going to dress... Like I always dress, which is kind of well put together and
0: extremely mediocre. You know would be awesome? If you could do some, like, <laughs> deep cuts and find out if she likes cologne and what cologne she oh, likes. Oh, no. Hey, Tommy, I'm not saying you have to, like, ask gay. her. That's not gay. <laughs> just ask her. Just yeah. just got, like, uh, my friend Bill, he's so gay. He wears cologne. What do you think about that? Oh, I like cologne. Really? You like cologne? What type of cologne do you like? Ugh. Just oh my God! Get it out. Some look. I've never. worn... cologne going to my, li- my own. Life I've never. Life. I've never worn cologne in my life. Yeah. And I. I've had women be like, but I you wish have cannons. You wore, I wish you wore cologne. You have big old, big old forearms. Man. I should start doing push-ups between now and the time I go. No, it's not going to do anything. No, because you, you got this. You got this skinny homeless chic. It's it, it's a thing. I don't. <sighs> it's fine. I'd rather not be skinny homeless chic. Skinny is better what? than being like borderline overweight all the time. Trust me. Oh sure. Yeah, he he looks oh like Shaggy, I get it. So that's what
1: everyone says to me. Yeah. Even hot girls say it to me. And I'm like, do you i like I get the vibe I'll get the vibe from a like a hot girl uh huh that she might be into me. This is, there's this girl at uh the bar the other day and I was like, dang, I'd really like to ask her out and she's like, Yeah, you remind me of Shaggy and I was like, God what does that mean? It wasn't me. Do I don't I know I
0: still am I still in? I think so. Is Shaggy hot? I th- you know how many girls somebody look like Conan O'Brien? <laughs> It works, man, because whatever it is, Shaggy is comfort food to them. So you make them feel safe and comfortable as Shaggy. That's
1: true. That's true. If
0: anybody puts you to, like, oh a hole, cool, it's, it's
1: automatically.
0: Yes. I don't wanna get in your pants. Yeah, so. You look like you'll
1: ever. Right. Wow.
0: Well, yes. Is
1: Shaggy yeah. a pussy, though?
0: Huh? Am I a pussy? I think Shaggy on the DL was crushing puss, bro.
1: Okay. Hell, Sh- more
0: than that Fred piece of shit red. with his fucking scarf. I agree. Shaggy got more poon than Fred. Oh, for sure. By the way, when I was, when when I was at Princeton, (laughs) not to brag, there was a guy named Nate. And he was like fucking stoner, man. Yeah. And like Stoner in the nineties was not like the cool stoner, not the no. post Snoop Dogg stoner. It was like
1: <laughs> Snoop Dogg. But it was yeah. like the
0: long hair and like, you know, but that guy fucking women went nuts for it. He was catnip because he was like this fucking stoner dude at fucking Princeton who's always smiling, man. Women love that. There was a certain type of women who love that.
1: Well, there's Stoner at Princeton is cheat codes, right? Because if you're just a stoner Maybe you're a loser. You're not going anywhere with yeah. your life. That's like a red flag, right? But he's at Princeton, which yeah. means he's smart. But he's a stoner, so he's not really pretentious, or or cocky. he has a rich
0: family, and that's how he got in. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he seems like he might become something because of the and he's a juxtaposition. A, and
0: by the way, he's a doctor now. So good call. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah.
1: Stoner Princeton. That is a cheat code. Yeah, it's he's chico. fun and casual, and yeah. he's not going to talk your ear off about some bullshit. I couldn't
0: believe it. At that time, I had no, like, my brain wasn't able to wrap my head around how many girls he got. Wow. Anyway, so I think, but the point, okay, so we're about to go to this role play. We're about to go out. I'm, I, I come out in my outfit. What, what do you think?
1: Uh, Fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait wait Wait! run it back run it back it'll be like it will be like those loop movies yeah, yeah okay okay we should make a loop movie it's, about your time in texas yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. it's palm springs <laughs>
0: right. it's just you have to get laid to fucking get out of the loop uh, okay come, okay oh my god so or right, jolene's gonna be so mad we're so late yeah uh, grab the pecan pie
1: oh okay got it
0: okay cool um anyway are you wearing that wait say how's my outfit again uh, what do you think of my outfit
1: Oh, ow How it's long?
0: Right. How long are you here for, Tommy? Are you leaving tomorrow? Is that what's? <laughs> Wait, I hit the button. <laughs> We're back. Look, the- <laughs> I don't care if she comes out wearing a potato sack. Say, wow, wow, wow! You look beautiful. Well, wow. what big ears you have, Grandma! <laughs> <laughs> what big hands you have, Tommy! Your comic sensibility is going to fucking cockblock you. Yes, Mia. Mia, <laughs> Mia has a question. Mia, yes. I have the right answer. Yes, Mia. The correct answer is. Wow, you look great, but I don't care. I'm just happy to be with you.
1: Wow, wow! I'm going to be like you look stunning,
0: sweetheart. Let me make it. Let me make a a, a slight Baby modification. Cakes. Wow, you look great. I'm so psyched to be to be out here with you. You don't have to say butt. You don't have to put a butt in it. Yeah. You look great. Yeah. I'm so psyched to be hanging out with you. I don't care. I'm so happy to be with you tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go Gordon Ramsay. Ugh. Ugh. Bland. Not enough for <laughs> It's raw. It's raw inside.
0: Yeah. yeah definitely. Disgusting. Like, you're not in the place of the relationship where you can nag her. Oh, I'm not going to nag her. You can't nag anything.
1: No, I'm just going to be... Uh, funny?
0: Even if she goes, man, you know, I've I love Trump. You're like, you know what? You look beautiful. Doesn't matter. <laughs> don't contradict anything she says. Well,
1: I don't have to worry about that because that's
0: why she broke up with her last guy. It's he was a Trumper?
1: Not a Trumper, but politically was not making her mm-hmm. happy and mm. didn't want to. Yeah, so. Alright. So I'm going to get in there and I'm just going to start asking questions. This is, a, oh, can yeah. I say how I actually flirt? Yeah. I ask questions, mm-hmm. they give me an answer mm-hmm. and I lightly Make fun of their answer, and then I ask another question.
0: Yeah, here's another subtle thing you can do, Tommy. Okay, okay. this is this is true. Talk to them, and every once in a while, just just touch their knee, touch their forearm, just little like s- super not creepy. Just like, oh my god, it's so funny. Like leaning for touch of knee, da 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 da. Leaning for like grab for. No way, you got you know just things like that. Yeah, where you you show that you're not afraid of physical contact.
1: W- when I was younger, I um. I bought one of those dating things, <laughs> like from YouTube that you get a targeted ad for when you're an <laughs> incel. And um <laughs> I watched it and there was this one tip in it. I was like I was like, I have to see. Uh-huh. I didn't even watch I watched like one video and I was like, This is stupid, but I do remember the one thing. It was like lightly penetrate their space, like get a little bit too close to them, and then back off. Like like get in get in their Comfort circle Just a little bit And then You know what I mean Yeah You gotta get Just to Because if you're If you're standing Six feet away from them The entire night Then obviously Nothing's going to happen You can't be scared of them Yeah You don't wanna be Touching them Like in a creepy way Like you can I mean I could touch her On the arm or like The back or whatever You know like a hitch It's like a hitch thing You know the Yeah Yeah the, the movie Hitch <laughs> You remember that movie That was a great film Albert Brenneman
0: um <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways but yeah that, that is good advice I should uh yeah but I'm a little yeah I'm a little uh I'm intimidated
0: mm. not really
1: like I'll be fine yeah because I don't care
0: because I'm cool but what are you going to do because there's always a moment where you gotta take a risk
1: it's true and I am notoriously bad at that historically but I'll figure it out yeah first. first what do you mean am I gonna kiss her first before what <laughs> no, I mean, before what she does. before she kisses me yeah 90 mm. 10 I have a feeling th- th- this is my feeling this <laughs> is my feeling <laughs> I learned everything we, about- have,
0: we have a button up <laughs> scientist my feeling is she's gonna want to get some drinks
1: for sure get she, some drinks she drinks for sure
0: yeah you're gonna be hanging out you're gonna you're gonna come back from the party or the bar or whatever you're gonna be drinks you're not gonna have made a move yet whatever yeah um my personal advice... Oh, God. You can say what you what you want about this. And I know it's not really in, in line with the world today. Oh, boy. It's just sneak attack kiss.
1: Sneak attack?
0: Sneak attack kiss.
1: What does that mean? Sneak attack?
0: Sneak attack kiss. You're hanging at the bar. Things are flaring going on. She goes to the fucking bathroom, whatever the hell yeah. it is. She comes out of the bathroom, and you're just fucking there, and you just fucking... Push against the wall. Out of the play. bathroom, wherever it is. Out of the bathroom. Why not? Weird. Okay, out of not whatever the bathroom. Okay, so wh- I hear okay. what you're saying, but so so then what? So then, hey, oh, great time. Da-da. She comes out of the you're, stall. you watching a and movie. I'm standing there. You're, okay, you're watching. Mwah!
1: She hasn't just even flushed yet, and I'm smooching her. Out. No,
0: she, women after they do their <laughs> business, they wipe their chochi and they wipe their butt, and they oh, yeah? look in the mirror for ten minutes. They talk to some girl and blah blah blah. And they cry. And they come out ready. <laughs> they come out like they're ready for the ball. The right. She comes out like like I'm
1: standing behind
0: cry. the door. Why were you yeah. Around the bathroom period. I'm Because the men's room is right next to it. He's coming out of the men's room, and look I, I haven't house. washed my hands because I'm a yeah. man. Yeah. That's he's what a man. men do. Yeah. All right, fine. Lose the bathroom thing, boy. You'll do. You're gonna be sitting there. You're gonna be sitting on the couch watching some awful show on Netflix because they're yeah. all fucking awful on I'm Netflix. And like,
1: we're gonna watch some. And then be, she's gonna be like,
0: she's gonna be like, I'm tired. Uh, she's like, I'm tired. And I'll be like, i think I'm go to bed. Oh
1: fuck, I missed my chance. And I'll be like, okay, I'll see you in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's what gonna I happen, that Tommy. Is what is gonna happen? And then she's gonna be like, he's not into me.
1: Yeah. Well, if I miss my shot on the first night, nothing's gonna happen. Period. Agreed. I cannot. I have to make a move on the first night. I'm not night. gonna
0: miss my shot. Shot. I'm not gonna miss oh my shot. You gotta do it, dude. Yeah, and I that gotta. Might, that might mean a little mall situation coming out of the bathroom. It might mean you have to you have to put yourself and look. unless I have to the f- off a chance. Risk. She fucking. The only other thing you can do is is coming out of a hug, just because coming out of a you hug and then you come, if she pulls away slowly from a hug, just look at each other and lean in. Wow. Really Mia, what would you do? Oh, I know that's the Mia trick. would just drop she her does, knees to fuck a dick. Oh my god. She does, like that is the trick? Yes. It's so obvious for me. It's like fine, I'll take the mic.
1: Yeah, but Mia's hopping on the mic.
0: I guess I'm in this now. Uh I got to stone hopefully I'm being helpful. Um Continue, Mia. All right. When you do that, it's so obvious. It's almost a turn off. Unless we know, like, unless we're in the maybe, maybe not zone two, that is the confirmation for us. Otherwise, it's really creepy. Yeah. Because then you stare into their eyes and go, hi, it's been so long. Oh, yeah. Mm. Men are incredibly
1: creepy, especially men who haven't made up their mind about things.
0: Yeah, just... Here's what you do. I like that you're going to a bar so you can get drunk.
1: Yep, that'll... I mean, we're not going to get, like, hammered or anything, but it'll definitely lubricate
0: the bonds of love. Yep, so you can always blame it on the alcohol if you kiss her first and she doesn't like it. I'm like, I've been dreaming about
1: this moment.
0: Say, sorry, I get kissy when I'm drunk, and then there you go, the end.
1: I mean, maybe it has been 12 years... I can't... There's going to be some horrible moment where we have to, like, reminisce about the fact that we kissed when we were kids and now we're adults. <laughs> and we're going to be like, Dah.
0: you know what? Here's another thing. There are also cues you can give. If she ever at any point uh, takes out gum and starts chewing gum or yeah. anything like that yeah. or asks for gum or any any gum-related activity yeah. is a cue that she wants to kiss you.
1: Wow. That's true. That's true. Wow. That is yeah. true.
0: Yeah. So pay attention for mints or gums. She starts popping a mint. She is, she's at least open to the possibility of a kiss. Sure. And I know it's there's like the man. whole thing, well, ask for consent. Don't ask consent for a kiss, you fucking cuck. Just fucking go in there. Don't ask for a goddamn... I'm not saying listen, fucking listen. be aggressive and I'm be salty. Right, right, right.
1: I, I agree to an extent that I it would be preferable to have this beautiful movie moment where we're all like, ooh, the magic is in the air. Harry yeah. Potter the magic is in the air. Wingardium Kiss me in the face. Uh. But <laughs> thank you. Ed, we'll edit that out. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out. Um but you know uh, there is a part of me that's like where I, maybe maybe we'll just maybe I'll just be like we get back, I'm like let's let's go Nancy.
0: All right, this, this this this. What are we doing? I like here? where this podcast ends because this is it's going to be a cliffhanger, people. What are we
1: doing? We, here? we have a,
0: a cliffhanger, ha- you know? uh, so here we go. Let's let's. I'm an adult. You're an adult. If you have, that? if anyone has advice for Tommy, for closing the deal this weekend, email him at WakefieldFilms at gmail.com. Like, wakefieldfilms Wakefield I'm feeling kind of What if I send give him some advice? Uh oh
1: oh I'm getting hot like I'm at the bar I'm saying that to the bartender
0: yeah <laughs> okay Mia,
1: yeah Don't Mia says, Don't,
0: uh, that's a good thing for all of us to remember all right guys we should wrap this up tommy uh I'm glad I'm glad you're going on when's the trip October 1st. all right it's coming up it's coming up I'm excited for you tommy hopefully it'll, it'll it's a good distraction at the very least' Don't and you, blow have, it. you have a couple weeks before then so to maybe, do push-ups just ups. Maybe throw out some little things, little 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 teeny flirtatious comments, uh-huh. just for little testing. You know what yep. I mean?
1: And in my ideal scenario, I hook up with someone before that. Yeah. Uh, because then, then I'm kind of like, you know, got the jitters. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, if this doesn't work out, I just I go home. It's all fine. Blah, 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 blah Anyways. Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? All right, Tommy Wakefield. Thank you for coming. Bye. Bye, guys.
1: Bye.